That gorilla Masoon, he's so smart. He knew something that two other people knew. Razor Ramon's number one contender. Razor knows it. Shawn Michaels knows it. How does Razor feel about Shawn Michaels? Hey, he pretty good. He a three-time intercontinental champ. But chicos, I'm the first three-time intercontinental champ. Michaels, do you respect the bad guy? You better, Chico, because just think back. The ladder match, the last time we met, I'm the only man to take your precious IC gold. And Chico, talk about summer slams. When you riding down that road with Big Daddy Cool, ask him, Chico. I'm the only one to ever beat him, too. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom. Who was hey, on this lunch, folks, man? Come on now. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? The sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. Crisalto, Crisalto, Crisalto. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to episode one. 59 of the Sports Desk. I am one half of your sportsologist, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr. And remember, folks, especially this episode, I am here to give it to you raw and uncut. And this your man, Black. We are back in the building once again for another episode. One half of your sportsologist in the building. D, let's do it. Yes, sir. Now, welcome to your Sports Desk NFL Wild Card Weekend Wrap-Up. We have so much to talk about. And I know what a lot of you were thinking out there. Oh, look at D. He don't want to put out a sports desk when his Cowboys go home. He go ducking and dodging. Group chats and text messages go unanswered. I know what you're thinking, but I don't run from it. I'm here to speak my mind on the debacle that took place in Jerry's world yesterday. But before we do that, and on all serious note, got to pay our respects now me and black are recording on this monday and of course today is mlk day martin luther king day black you know it goes without saying what martin luther king means to us our culture our race black men black people and humanity around the world um but just you know what's your thoughts on uh just you know reminiscing of just all that you know about mlk on his day today uh yes yes man uh rest in peace to martin luther king jr man like he paved the way for our people you know he paved the way so we could so we could be free you know civil rights movement peace movement i mean the man stood for it all for his people and um as black people you have to you have to respect that and you have to love a person who will give it his all for his people. And, you know, coming up, you know, Martin Luther King was very, very important in my family. It was a day that we celebrated, you know, going to the parades, just, you know, honoring this man and everything that he did. And just, you know, just accomplishment, Nobel Peace Prize, freedom, you know, just simple thing, freedom, freedom awards that he's he's won over the over the years of just doing everything he had to do for his people to get them freedom, give them right, get, get, let them have rights to go vote. You know, when nobody didn't want to when people didn't want to let us vote. And I appreciate everything that he's done for our people. And he, he's paved the way for people moving forward now, still uh, preaching the same thing that he, he was. It was so sad to, you know, him not to be able to, you know, live a long, long life, you know, being assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee. And But it was good to know that the work that he did was able to carry on and and we see it now in this in this generation in this decade his his work still lives on and i'm very appreciative of Martin Luther King today yeah man um iconic important uh staple um uh general uh leader uh example those are just the things i think of when i think of Dr. Martin Luther King and black said it well i mean i can't really add too much to what he said but i will say this 
you know, I'm glad that me as a black man, you know, when I was coming up in school, when I was coming up, you know, not even around my family, but in school, I'm glad that we did learn about some of our black heroes like Dr. Martin Luther King. We didn't learn about all of them, but we learned about some of them. And he was one that you just couldn't deny. That's what I remember. Whether you were a white teacher, a Spanish teacher, a black teacher, it didn't matter. When it was time to talk MLK, we talked about MLK. And I'm just forever gracious. I mean, I just have so much gratitude and so grateful for everything that him, his family, everyone that he was walking that walk with to try to give the uh, uh, the same rights to blacks that whites had and, and, and spread humanity. And, 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 and you know that I have a dream speech just so iconic beyond measure. So I'm grateful for his uh, uh, attempts uh, on that because who knows what today would be if you didn't have that disruptor, as he was called. He was a disruptor on what the world um, uh, was aiming to be, you know, and uh, him and others, they just paved the way to disrupt that. And it's still a lot more work to be done. It's still a lot more work to be done. A lot of things that can take place. And hopefully, you know, my sons and black sons and you guys out there who have children, your generation of kids, by the time they get our age, they will indeed see even more, even more progress out here in the world for equality. Uh, shouldn't matter if you're a boy or girl, black or white. It shouldn't matter, you know, what you, what you, you know, what you prefer sexually. It just shouldn't matter. At the end of the day, we're all people. Your beliefs are your beliefs. And those can be that. But at the end of the day, we're all people. We're all people, and if we could just have a world full of, you know, unity and equality, man, if everybody would just get on board, I think they would start to reap the benefits of how great this place can actually be, all right? But as Black said, Dr. Martin Luther King, so grateful, uh, rest in peace for life on everything that you've done, and you paved the way for so many opportunities for us, and uh, we're just so forever grateful for that. All right, so me and Black had to pay our respects to Dr. Martin Luther King. You know, we wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't be right if we did not. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and transition over to the National Football League. We're just going to jump right into it. We have so much to discuss from this weekend, these upcoming matchups, and we're recording on this Monday night. Cardinals and Rams are getting ready to kick off, so we got so much to get into. Let's go ahead and get into it. <laughs> Now, Black, a lot of great football uh, this weekend. But, Black, I know you're not going to mind. Um, can I have at least five minutes? Just five minutes. You want to hear something funny? What you got? I told someone at work today. I said, yeah, I could. We doing the show tonight. I said, my boy going to ask for about five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to get some things off his chest. So, you have the floor, my guy. You Thank you, my floor. brother. Thank yeah. you, my brother. Uh, I'm going to take these five <laughs> minutes, and uh, we're going to go ahead and get with it, man. How about them cowboys? <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you Thank allowed you. to do that to the yeah. cameras? Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> the camera. It, it called for it. Oh, How my about God. that Dak Prescott? How about that Zeke? How about that Amari? So here we are again. Here we are again. Another great regular season from my Dallas Cowboys, 12 and 5. Great year. Defense, they all said over the past few years, defense got to catch up to the offense. Everything was in place, even though the NFC was wildly loaded this year. Wildly loaded. Packs, Packers, Bucks. Rams, Cardinals, so many great teams in the NFC this year. It's probably a 90% chance that the Super Bowl champion could indeed come out of the NFC this year. Probably. No Buffalo Bills fans and Kansas City Chiefs fans have something to say about that. But I'm just saying of the quality of football that was in the NFC this year, 
I don't think I'm wrong for saying that. I'm watching the game yesterday, and I'm not going to lie. I was eerie all day long. First off, the week before, I never considered playing the 49ers in the first round. Never. Because going into last week, I thought the pathetic Rams was going to take care of that business. And then we'll be dealing with something else. But what did the 49ers show? Now, during the game last week, me and Black was recording. And I see these boys. Not one time does it cross my mind that they could be coming to Dallas in the next week. And I'm watching Debo. I'm watching Bosa. I'm watching them boys wreck shop coming back 17-0 to beat the Rams to make it into the playoffs. Game was over. I still didn't register that they was coming to Dallas. It didn't hit me that they was coming to Dallas till I was getting into bed, going to sleep while watching the Chargers and the Raiders. I miss halftime and everything. I miss everybody staying in matchups for the Cowboys. I'm thinking we finna face Philly again or somebody like that. And lo and behold, the Bullies cash their ticket into Dallas. But that's not the part I'm tripping on. Mike McCarthy. <laughs> You're a disgrace as a head football coach. I told anybody who I talked to yesterday, you're going to see what kind of Cowboy team comes out by the tone that we set early on on our first drive. What did we come out like? Dead. It was a no-brainer that the 49ers was going to run, 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 impose they will on that smaller front seven of the Cowboys and possibly score a touchdown on the first drive. That, I wasn't even surprised when they scored. I was chilling. But then we come out, my offense, $75 million man, Dakota Rain Prescott, weapons all over the field, $100 million receiver in Amari Cooper out there chilling, $100 million running back, Ezekiel Elliott's back there chilling, two bullheaded tight ends, CD, Cedric Wilson, loaded. And what do we do? <laughs> we three and out. What do we come back the next time? Nothing. I'm watching the game plan. I said, wow, we sure are getting a lot of Ezekiel Elliott up the middle. What's going on here? Mike McCarthy is what went on here. And then in the second quarter, when the Cowboys was down, I think 17 to nothing, what do I see on this important drive? I'm starting to see the Kellen Moore playbook. Zing here, zing there, X here, Y here, over the top, CD Lamb touchdown. The boys are back in town. I said, okay, here we go. We can catch up. We can score, boom, 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 and get back into this game. And then what happened? We flattened out again. And again, and again, and again. People want to blame Dak. Did, Black, did, uh, Dak. did Dak play the best yesterday? No, he did not. Could Dak have done a lot better? Yes, he could have. Did my defense get punched in the mouth yesterday? Yes, we did. But in the second half, we started to make significant plays to get back into the game, which we did. And then what happened? Then what happened? More of the same from my head football coach with the predictable play call. Now, people say, D, you overlooking things. I say, I'm not. I'm watching this. I know what it's like when my, my, my office is running an accelerated offense versus this traditional BS that Mike McCarthy want to run just, as, just so he can say he called the plays. They put the camera on Kellen Moore in the fourth quarter, five minutes left. Guess what Kellen Moore's play sheet was? <laughs> By his side. Guess who had the play sheet in their hand? With five minutes left in the fourth quarter, Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy did. People want to blame Dak. Oh, Dak should have completed that ball to Cedric Wilson. Do you think that my head football coach would have known that was an all-out blitz to the, all-out blitz to the right side that was going to come on the back heel side, or Dak would have had to run left to throw off his back foot? You would have th thought my head coach would have known that by the formation, right? I knew that, and I don't get paid jack for the NFL. But Mike McCarthy gets paid millions. We get to the end of the game. People want to blame the referee. Oh, that, the, the referee, the Cowboys should have had one second. I, I don't care about none of that. I don't care about having one second left with one last play on the 30-yard line to see if we could score. I don't play. I don't care about none of that, bro. We lost that football game. It was the most gut-wrenching playoff loss I experienced as a Cowboy. You want to know why? Because we're better than the San Francisco 49ers. I lost to Jimmy Garoppolo. People say, oh, Garoppolo went to the Super Bowl. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. 
Yesterday's Garoppolo want the Garoppolo that was in the Super Bowl three years ago. No. Dak Prescott is better than him. The Dallas Cowboys receivers are better than the 49er receivers. The Dallas Cowboys defense statistically all year long was what? Number one in the league in takeaways. Number one in the league with big plays. The 49ers defense outclassed us after they lost Joey Bosa and Wagner. We still couldn't capitalize. So I said all that to say, Mike McCarthy needs to be fired. Jerry Jones wants a yes man. He wants some yes man to sit on the teat. He wants him to sit on his teat. So he can control the narrative. We can't get a real head coach in there. Kellen Moore needs to be my head coach by Wednesday morning. Give it to the kid. Because Stephen Jones noticed it this morning on his radio show. There was a disruptance in the play calling. Really, Stephen? You want to know what the disruptance was? It was Mike McCarthy. Now, is this 100% Mike's fault? No, that didn't play his best. But I'm going to say it again. I want a head coach who my guys will play for. How do you come out in a playoff game deader than dead? We were flat. We didn't wake up to the third quarter. Debo Samuels and them balls was busting our heads open. 14 penalties by the Dallas Cowboys yesterday. Won't win a game, and we did it. Now I'm going to stop my crying, my belly aching, and my moaning because a lot of y'all are getting a laugh out of this, so whatever. But my final take is I am disappointed than ever. An undisciplined team, a team who never saw its full potential, an incompetent head coach, a owner who's in disparate and in disbelief of what things actually are. The Cowboys will continue to do this year after year after year. So I'm going to do y'all all this favor. Next year, I won't say a peep about the Dallas Cowboys going 12 and 5, 13 and 4, whatever the hell they go, because the NFC East ain't going to be no better. The Giants going to still suck. The Eagles will probably still be improved. The Redskins still suck as long as Taylor Heineke's there. And the Dallas Cowboys probably win the NFC East at 11 and 6 next year. Still won't hear a word from me until I get to an NFC Championship game. And before I toss it to Black, my hope is that I see an NFC Championship game before my sons get married. <laughs> and my sons are respectively 7 years old and 3 months. Take it away, Black. What'd you think about the Cowboys once again? Shut up, Papa Gary. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, man, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna stay here long because I uh gave a lot of energy to this this morning at work. And for me, D, some of the things that you were seeing, I didn't see. And and if I'm wrong, you know, I'm always one to apologize for being wrong. But for me. It was a number of things, and a lot of people had a lot of input on what these things were at at work. One of the main things you heard at work were the the Cowboys wasn't disciplined. Check the box. Fourteen penalties. Dak Prescott didn't play play the best. Check the box. He did not. Mike McCarthy messed up the offense. Check the box. Kellen Moore, for me, D, it's the reason why the Cowboys lost this game. Reason being because I seen, I seen something happening in this football game when the Cowboys did get it going and wonder why, wow, and wondered, wow, why did this stop? And it was working so well. We just seen Joe Burrow. In the Cincinnati Bengals. Throw to his ride receiver 15 times. 15 targets Jamar Chase had. 15, D. If you don't believe me, go look at it. Amari Cooper had a look in his eye. I don't know if you've seen it, D. But I saw it. When Amari Cooper got the ball his way, he caught everything that came his way. They were playing man defense on Amari Cooper the whole night. The whole evening. I'm sorry. But somehow, if it was Mike McCarthy's fault, I apologize, Kellen Moore. But some way, 
they found a way to go away from Amari Cooper. Third and even when even when the discipline fact disciplinary fact came into play, when they were getting holding calls, even in third and ten and and more, when Dak did throw Amari Cooper the ball, he caught it and got a first down. Amari Cooper back of the end zone touchdown. Yeah. Why? Why Mike McCarthy or Kellen Moore, whoever it was, I don't care. Why go away from what's working? The San Francisco 49ers didn't have an answer for it. And you know what? And you know what makes it so bad? The Cowboys didn't make them adjust to it because they went away from it. For me, this 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 game, it, it, it was a lot of ups and downs in this game, man. I was just like, I can't believe it. I'm looking at Tony Pollard. I'm like, man, what was going on? I'm I'm hearing that he was injured. Didn't know Miss he was Frank, injured. Foot injury. But he's he's playing. And some of the great football we've seen from the Cowboys playing this season, they got Tony Pollard in space and let him work. He was limited for sure. He had a Liz Frank injury. He was he came very he was very limited. 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 But for me, when you playing football, this is this is this is for the big this is to go to the Super Bowl to move on to go to the divisional round if you put that cowboy uniform on you gotta come and play you gotta come and play you only can do what you can do bro you only can <laughs> but I don't need to hear no excuses from, no excuse. from Zeke why you I, I don't care if you put it on you gotta come play yeah for me D I feel like this game was lost on the hands of McCarthy or Kellen Moore. Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy or Kellen Moore. Because what was working, they deviated from it. They deviated from it. And I didn't like to see that. If I'm Amari Cooper, I'm, I'm sitting in my locker room after the game and I'm scratching my head like, what happened? I'm asking why the ball stopped coming to me. Could be a I really, with him I really, I really didn't understand it. Maybe you could tell me if if I went, we wasn't, I wasn't looking at the TV correctly. But when I seen Amari Cooper, he was catching balls. He was getting first downs. He was in the end zone scoring touchdowns. What happened? I told you when what it's happened. Wor- when it's working, <laughs> when it's working, why bother it? I told you what happened. My head coach is it, took over is the play it, is it, is it? Is it? And th- this came up too. Is it that Mike McCarthy doesn't trust Dak to take over the offense and do what he wants to do? No, that's not it. That's not it. You have two play callers. When you have two play callers, that's what they say when you got two quarterbacks. What do they say? You got none. If you got two quarterbacks, you got none. You can't have two people calling plays. Someone, you know who called the plays for the 49ers yesterday? You want to know who called him? Yeah, we know. Kyle Shanahan. No one else. You know who's going to call the plays for the Rams tonight? E- <laughs> Sean McVay. They don't even have an offensive coordinator, Just do so they? No, they don't. So, so that's what's going to You know who's going to call the plays for the Arizona Cardinals tonight? Cliffy Cliff. <laughs> you know who called the uh, plays for the Tampa Bay Bucks yesterday? Byron Leftwich. Did you even see uh, the head coach for the Bucks with a sheet in his hand yesterday? No, you, no, you did not. You did not. So when you keep going to the sidelines and McCarthy got a sheet mm-hmm. and Kellen got a sheet, that's your disconnect. Because okay. Kellen wants to do something that Mike don't want to do. And Mike wants to do something that Kellen don't want to do. And you know who's not settling that debate? Jerry Jones is not settling in that debate. At the beginning of the year, who did they say was the offensive coordinator have 100% control? Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. But you know what? Mike McCarthy wanted the glory. Okay. We're in the playoffs. Now let me take over. No. It ain't no Dak issue. It ain't. But I'm not going to bellyache and I'm not going to cry. We got a lot more to get into. The Cowboys lost. No excuse. We are home. And the 49ers are moving on. Black, wrap it up. Yeah, and, and, and for me, D, you know, I really... I feel I feel like you about this game. I was really hoping that the Cowboys could find a way to win this game because... It would have been it would have been crazy to see, you know, what the Cowboys could have done. When we seen that they had the 49ers, a lot of people said, man, this is gonna be the toughest out. 
For sure. This is going to be the tough. For sure. This, if, if they could get past the 49ers, it's a chance. They, Man. They could go do People were saying, if we can get past the 49ers, we might can go to Tampa and get this thing done. We'll never know. But for this to fall apart like this is very sad. Sucks. Hopefully, Jerry Jones, uh, Steven. The, the Steven Jones, Mike McCarthy, Kelly Moore, maybe, hopefully they can feel, they can, they can figure this thing out. Because like you said, the very first thing you said, talent everywhere. Everywhere, bro. And there's no reason why a team that led the league in scoring should be stagnant in the playoff game with a lot on the line. And your defense had the most takeaways in the Def- league. Defense, I just don't know what that defensive line was talking they about. They got bullied. I, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, personal foul here, holding here. They got bullied. I mean, no discipline. There you go. Everybody want to rant and rave about Dan Quinn, this and that. No. No discipline. No. Dan Quinn, when he was in Atlanta, his team was the most penalized team in the league. And we seen it again. No discipline on the defensive side of the ball. When you got when you got the 49ers in third and long, he'll go a bonehead play to give him a first down. Did you see Randy Gregory tackle the offensive lineman? I just don't understand. And why? Discipline did did have a, a part to play. 14. A lot of things did have a lot to play in it. 14 pillars. But man, the play calling really screwed this game up, D. Yeah, it did, man. It did. But hopefully, man, they can find a way to turn this around and Hey, we see what next year has to hold for the Cowboys. But I'm with D, you know, until they can get somewhere to a NFC, NFC Championship. championship uh, it's not much because we know what we're going to get from the Cowboys in the regular season. It's sad, but it's true. It's sad, but it's true. Well, it's, it's sad for Cowboy fans. It's, yeah, it's ri- not really much to to talk about. You know, I was getting I was getting cursed out at work today, getting called this. You know, temples was flying. I mean, I like, bet. God. I bet. It's like you that. You know, I'm just calling a spade a spade. It's like that. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> but, man, shout out to the 49ers on a big win, man, and uh, them going to Green Bay, man, and see what they could do. You know what, man? I'm going to, uh, you know, before we move on, I listen to a lot of rap. And all week long, man, you just start seeing the 49ers videos of them coming out the locker room with the boom box with the thug music. Super Gremlins, my boy. Yeah, super, super Gremlins. But that's not what I heard. That's not what I heard when them boys hit the field. Shout out to 50 Cent. This is what I heard when them boys came out of the field. This is what I heard when them boys came out of the field. If you know anything about Get Rich and Try, man, this is one of the hardest records of all time. We can get the drama popping. We don't care. Bro, bro, bro. It's going down. Bro. Cause I'm around. Oh man. You know how I get down. down. What up, blood? What, what up, cuz? What, 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 what up, gangsta? What up, blood? What, what up, cuz? What, what up, blood? What, what up, gangsta? They say I walk around. You know what? Like before I we move on. Hey, I Before <laughs> we move on. Follow on. Before we move on. <laughs> Debo Samuels. <laughs> You are not to be played with. You, sir, are a real problem. And I already knew that. But yesterday, bruh, because the referees looked out for the 49ers on that final run when he got that first down. That was the first down. The referees pulled it back by an inch and then yeah. the But that run, that when he ran through the defense up front, up front, then he ran through my linebacker, and then he ran through my safety and got the first down. That wasn't the one for me when he cut that thing back up field and went through oh Diggs my. and the safety. And, di- and Diggs had to look like a wet paper towel. <laughs> Shout out Debo, dog. Hey, let me tell you this right now. Debo Samuels will be next year. Oh, oh, I'm not invited. But if I am invited, oh, he will the be the number league. one pick. For your man's black next year. Yeah, man. Bump my shit, can they hear my hunger? When the fifth kick up quick, it sound like thunder in December. Yeah, man. So we just had to, you know, get that off, man. But shout out to the 49ers. That is a tough team. And next week, and Lambeau Miami Field. Here, man. We're gonna talk about it a little later. But next week, man, them boys going up there, man. And they for real. And they riding. That's a different type of squad. That's the type of squad that got to go to Lambeau. No pretty boys can't go up there. They can't go up there, but we're going to talk about it. All right, Black, let's go back to Saturday. Saturday afternoon, 4 o'clock. Probably one of the more sexier games of the weekend. We had cool Joe Bloborough and the Cincinnati Bengals hold off a scrappy 
hot. Las Vegas Raiders 26 to 19. Black, what was your takes from the game? And just speak on how Joe, man, was just so cool. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Great football game to kick off a uh, playoff weekend. And to see Joe Burrow, man, shoot. You say, what did, what did I see? I see Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Yeah, you did. <laughs> That's what we seen throughout this football game, man. And the Raiders couldn't do nothing about it. Mm-mm. You know, and like you said, the Raiders, they fought and they clawed. You know, they hung around. They, they hung around the whole game. But Burrow and uh, Burrow and Jamar Chase and those group of receivers were able to make some plays down the stretch. Didn't get didn't get a whole lot from Joe Mixon, which surprised me because I thought the Bengals would come out and try to run the ball. He got hurt kind of early. He was a little <laughs> nicked up early. Yeah, they tried to you know establish the run a yeah. little more than usually because the Raiders, you can run on the Raiders a little bit, but uh, to see how cool he was, you know, outside of the controversy with the play with feet, the whistle, and you know him throwing a touchdown. Outside of that, very good football game. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it because it was good to see. This game could have got out of control, but the Raiders didn't let didn't allow that to happen. And to be down there on the goal on the goal line and have a chance to win the game, man, and you know couldn't get it done. You know it's sad for the Raiders, man. The Raiders been through a lot this year. You hate to see them go home because they did they did so much. You know fighting this year to get in the playoffs, but to be one play away, one or two plays away, man, from from moving on. I know that sucks for the Raiders, but. Man, Joe Burrow, man, he's showing why D said he's potentially top five quarterback in top this league. Top five in this league. You know, we wanted to see him in the playoff atmosphere, and it was rocking yeah, in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. They said since in Cincinnati, that was one of the hardest tickets to get to any of the any of the playoff game. games. So it was good to see that crowd and that energy uh, in Cincinnati because we usually don't see Cincinnati in that, yeah. you know, in that spot, in the spotlight like that. Yeah. But shout out to the Bengals men on a great, great win uh, against the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, great game. Great game. Shout out to the Las Vegas Raiders. They were a sexy pick uh, in the sports side this week. They were plus six and a half going into the weekend. One of the highest picks where a lot of betters took. So they was very, very sexy for it to be the game that it was. And this was a seven-point game. And the Raiders had the opportunity to score touchdowns, and they just couldn't score touchdowns. That Bengals defense made timely plays. But like you said, <laughs> Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow is a top five quarterback in this league, period. I don't have to have the conversation. Y'all can have it. <laughs> Joe Burrow is top five in this league. I told y'all last week. What I told you last week? I said, Pat Mahomes there needed that number one. And they came there and got beat. And yesterday, a, and, uh, over the weekend, a gritty, tough, Sound Las Vegas Raiders team came in to make it extremely difficult for Joe, but Joe didn't sweat one time, and they got it done. Great team win for the Bengals. Look, man, if you got two dollars in your pocket, if you got two dollars in your pocket, put two dollars down on the Cincinnati Bengals to reach the Super Bowl on your luck on your local sports books. I did. Put two dollars down on the Cincinnati Bengals to make it to the Super Bowl. And see what that'll do for you. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. Joe Burrow got what the Cleveland Browns thought Baker Mayfield had. Mm. Joe Burrow will be to the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati, Ohio, what LeBron James was to the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Joe Burrow from that area. Right at 25 miles. That city showed up for Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. The Cincinnati Bengals are alive and well with cool Joe. He not going nowhere. The same moxie, swag, venomous features that he showed when he was at LSU that magical year, he still has that in the league. (laughs) It don't look no different. That brother is a problem. And he is a top five quarterback in this league I challenge any one of you to give me somebody to replace him in the top five I challenge you because for me it ain't about oh he could throw the football uh 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 that swag that moxie that savagery I need somebody who got that Aaron Rodgers in him check mark I need somebody who got that elusive just wild talent like Pat Mahomes check mark I need somebody who got guts who ain't scared like Thomas Edward Patrick Bader Jr. Joe Burrow, check mark. 
He has a little bit of everything. And it's only going to progress. Now, let me tell you something now. Tell you something now. Now, this Saturday now, at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, whatever time, them boys go to Tennessee. Holler at me if you like the Titans. Holler at me if you like the Titans. I'm going Joe and the Cincinnati Bengals. Spoiler alert. Holler at me if you like the Titans. I'm not a hard person to reach. You can reach me everywhere these days. Holler at me. Now, Black, let's go ahead and preview that game. We're going to get to the rest of the playoff games. Titans, Bengals, Saturday, 4 o'clock. First game on the slate once again. Mm. Big Hen is back. They showed video while you was talking of him in practice. Man, going to be back? Yeah, they just said it. Man like a machine. Man ain't had no brace on. Man ain't had nothing on. I had to look like a machine. Number one seed, Tennessee Titans. It's a hard place to play in Tennessee. Yes, it is. Number one seed, Tennessee Titans. Black, what's your thoughts, man? Can the Cincinnati Bengals and Cool Joe Burrow go in there and fight and get a win this Saturday? Great game, D, to start off oh, God. division around. Man, great, I'm great, mad. That's not a night game. You really? You yeah. like that to see that at night? Yeah, under the lights, man. Look, man, with Big Hen back, man, that's big for Tennessee. Huge. You know, last thing I heard, he wasn't, he still wasn't cutting, and they say he still might be a week out if they could move, win the division around. He'll be available for AFC Championship, perhaps. But you know, guess reports say that he's going so he's to play. Good enough to play. Good enough to play. So having him back, that's going to be a really big deal. And if he gets his volume, you know, mm-hmm. twenty-five plus carries. That's going to change a lot in this football game for Tennessee. Tennessee Tennessee's defense is going to be ready to play football. They've been one of the better defenses in the league this year. Sound defense. Yeah, secondary is really good. Got all pro. Shout out Bird. Bird back there. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. But I got to roll with the kid, D. I really think that Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Boyd, I think those boys are going to be ready to play. You could try to take away... Jamar Chase, but then T. Higgins show up. You can try to take away T. Higgins. Tyler Boyd shows up. I just think it's too much. In, <clears throat> I just too, I just think it's too much weaponry there for the Tennessee Titans to keep up with. Tennessee Tennessee's been struggling a lot lately on the offensive side without Big Hen, but they've been able to uh, get pull out wins uh, nasty. Of hard fought wins, yeah. but it's going to be re- really, 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 really good game, D. But I got to roll with Cincinnati with the upset here to get to an AFC championship. I'm with you, man. I think it's going to be a close game. I think Tennessee will present Cincinnati with some massive challenges uh, as this game kicks off. Massive, massive challenges. But I think Joe's just cool. He different, man. He cut different. And a lot of people say, oh, y'all going with the hype. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, going with it. Because if this would have just came out of nowhere in the NFL, I probably would have went Tennessee. Nah, man. I-, I seen this, man. This man really liked this. And I don't see Joe getting phased, man. I-, I just don't see it. If the Titans somehow do beat the Bengals, I'm- it ain't going to be because Joe Burrow was the reason why the Titans beat him. He ain't going to be the reason. Now, I will say this. Bird is going to be right over Jamon Chase's head. And Bird is a problem. Mm-hmm. First team all NFL this year. That man is a problem. So it's going to be interesting to see where Bird goes, wherever Chase goes. Especially when they drop uh, Chase down in that box and they hand him that ball up as a running back. He had five rushing attempts that didn't go so well for him against the Raiders. Shout out to Crosby and, uh, 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 from the Jaguars. Aganu. Aganu? Who? No. Uh, Man, having a brain fart. But the linebacker. I'm talking about a Ganu. Dang. Um, uh, yeah, I talking can't. about the UFC fighter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, they had that under control. In Dockway. In Dockway. They had In that Dockway. under control. So watch to see if Chase goes back down to the box. I'm going to be watching that because if he is down there, that means Bird down there with him. Mm-hmm. So watch that matchup. Can Joe get Boyd? Can Joe get Higgins? Can he get Mixon more involved to spread out this vaunted Tennessee Titans defense? Show that tight end some love, too. See oh, yeah, because yeah, he's going to be a matchup problem, especially yeah. streaking down that sideline. Mm. Had some big plays versus the Raiders. I believe yeah. he had a touchdown as well. 
Uh, no, he didn't have a touchdown. Okay, he didn't a, have a one. Boy had to touch. But he Tyler had some. Boyd, he, yeah. he had some big big plays. So I'm gonna go with the kid. I'm gonna go borrow and the Cincinnati Bengals to advance to the AFC Championship game. Not as much scoring as you think for me. I'm gonna go 27 24. Mm. Cincinnati Bengals advance. What's your score? Oh man, it's a tough one. I think I feel like with Big Ken being back, I feel like they're going to be able to offense going to be able to ramp things up. So D, I'm gonna go a little higher than you. Oh wow, I'm gonna go. <clears throat> I'm gonna go Bengals thirty one, Tennessee twenty eight. Thirty one twenty eight. Okay, all right. Hopefully we get a great game. All right, let's go to Saturday night. Saturday night. In Buffalo, Wild Orchard Park, as they call it. Well, that thing was ugly out there, boy. The Buffalo Bills weren't playing with them boys. Boy, that line for that game was five and a half. And everybody rolled it. 97% of America went five and a half for the New England Patriots. And uh, hmm. 47-17, Josh Allen, magnificent. I'm really interested to hear your take Performance. Don't worry, you're yeah. here. Magnificent <laughs> performance against the New England Patriots. Everything was sound. Defense was sound. Offense was sound. Mac Jones and the Patriots, they just got beat from the word go. Bill Belichick said the best post-game. He said the best. He said, look, they were better prepared than us. They're the better team than us. They got a really good football team on this. Better than football team than us, and they did what they were supposed to do. Very classy by Bill. Because you know Bill want to get back into things, man. You know he want to get back into things, but the kid just not ready yet. Mac threw a duck up there in the first quarter that he knew. Bro, this ain't Vanderbilt. This ain't <laughs> Vanderbilt, boy. They, I think Michael Hyde or whoever that was when they got that oh, thing. Oh, when they got that thing. Oh, when they yeah. got that thing in the first quarter. Yeah, Michael Hyde. Yeah, but great, great overall team victory by the Buffalo Bills. They advance now that we know they'll be going to Kansas City in a mega rematch. I believe that game is next Sunday, Sunday night. Oh, they got a nice slot. I think it's next Sunday night. Okay. I'll check on that. But your thoughts on Buffalo's performance against New England? Man, it's, it's, it's good to see Buffalo rolling. Um. I was kind of nervous about this game for Buffalo. I think a lot of people was because Buffalo kind of they they ended the season on a on a high note. They went four and zero. You know they they got some. I guess they answered some questions that needed to be answered. Um, but they really weren't separating themselves from teams in some of these games in the regular season. You kind of say they were coasting, but man, to see them uh, Saturday night uh, in I mean uh, five degree weather. Put everything together like they did. I mean, D, they scored on the they scored touchdowns on the first six possessions. Yeah. Um <laughs> I mean, Josh Allen was 21 for 25, 308 and five touchdowns, and add on another 70, 75 yards rushing. rushing. Yeah. And I mean, look, D, we didn't see him running quarterback shifty. This kid, when he gets to running, man, it's like he liked the contact. He like to run through tap. Mac truck, man. Yeah, man. He six six, whatever he is. Two forty, two forty five. Like to see uh, Josh Allen playing this way, man. It, it's 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 scary to watch. It's scary to watch. But like you say, they they this gonna be a smoker next Sunday. But um, New England just didn't have a chance, man. From kickoff, man, this game was Mm-mm. it. It basically was a wrap, man. Dominant, dominant performance by Buffalo. Um. Bill Belichick, all he could do on the sideline was look. He he, it went, he, he didn't even talk to the refs much in this game. Nothing and you know good, Bill good for working the refs. Couldn't work nothing this he time. Couldn't, he couldn't do nothing, man. But shout out to those guys at Buffalo, man. Uh, big, big win to move on to play the, play the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday night. Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about Chiefs and Steelers while we add it so we, so we can talk about this mega matchup. Game was real interesting for the first quarter and a half. 0 uh. 0. I think it was maybe seven minutes left in the second quarter when TJ Watt got that fumble, ran in for the touchdown. It was 7 nothing. So it was 7 nothing. So I think I, st- I just went and started doing some stuff around the house before I got back into the room to watch the game. And I came back in the room, it was 14 <laughs> 7. And I said, Well, what happened? And then I kept watching. And it was 21 7 at halftime. I said, oh, my God, they finna open up this thing on these boys. And then you just start seeing the floodgates. I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers were just like, please stop. I mean, Big Ben, they fought. They fought with what they had. Like I said, if I had to play for one man in this league, I'm playing for Coach Mike Tyler. He had them boys souped up as much as he could. But that onslaught was coming. 
and Patrick Mahomes, once they woke up, they was unstoppable. Big Travis Kelsey. He a problem, man. He's streaking down the sideline, bucky naked. <laughs> and turning on the Jets, 60, 70 yards to Tyreek Hill. Going, I mean, these boys went crazy last night on the Steelers. Joe Hayden got did so dirty by Nicole Hartman. Oh, trash Joe Hayden, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Joe Hayden got that move put on him. That boy got burnt in the back of the end zone. Say, that thing was so nasty. Say it again. Say it the right way. I don't think he trash. I don't think Joe Hayden trash. D. That's you. That's you. I don't think he trash. <laughs> I don't think he trash. Well, he was but trash last night. He was trash on that move, but that boy got embarrassed. <laughs> but all in all, just a dominant performance for the Chiefs. All likelihood. Ben Roethlisberger's last mm. Football game, and it, it usually goes like that unless you're like Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning would go out winning the Super Bowl. Marino go out nasty. Favre go out nasty. Uh, uh, I mean, Roethlisberger, they got beat, but, you know, he didn't get embarrassed. You know, that team was really – they weren't supposed to be in the playoffs. Mm. The Chargers were supposed to be in the playoffs. Yeah, they were. We were supposed to get a Chargers-Chiefs matchup last night. That's what we were supposed to get last night, but we didn't. But Ben Roethlisberger, great career if this is it. Chiefs move on. Andy Reid, first wild card game with Pat Mahomes. This is his first time doing that, and they advance to this mega, colossal matchup. Let's go ahead and get into a black. Uh, this game is next Sunday at six thirty. They are alternating the times, which is really weird for the division around. So you got this game at six thirty uh, next Sunday uh, on CBS. Bills at Chiefs. These two teams met earlier in the season. I think it was week three or four on Sunday Night Football. Josh Allen got his win over Pat Mahomes in devastating fashion. But that was over 12 weeks ago. 12 weeks ago. And now we get this rematch. Black, the line for this game is two and a half. Mm. The favorite is the Kansas City Chiefs. They're not even giving Kansas City the three points at home, which is leading me to believe. That America are going to jump on the Buffalo Bills to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Black, what are your thoughts? Next Sunday, 6.30 division round. Probably the biggest matchup of the weekend. Who walks away with this game, man? Big game, man. Massive. Uh, this is a massive, massive matchup. Um, Everybody know it's no secret I'm a fan of Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills, and what they've been able to do. I know what they playing against over there on the other side and your homeboy and Tyreek and Kelsey. Um, the thing for me is um, to see Buffalo defense playing very, 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 very well, been able to rush the passer and cause some havoc. Um, D, this game, man, I I just don't know, man. It's, I, I kind of feel like whoever get the 41st might win this football game. Whoever may get the fifty first may could win this football game. We who who knows? Cause both of these boys scored over 40. 47 and forty two. They scored in in the in the in the wild card game. So it's gonna be very interesting to watch. But for me, I'm gonna roll with the Bills. Mm. I'm gonna roll with the Bills to win this football game. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go thirty eight to forty seven. Buffalo Bills. Say again. 38 to 47 Buffalo Bills. Wow. I think they score 47 again and beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, so uh <laughs> whatever you was trying out before you got over to the house, brother, I'm gonna need some of that. All right. Cause you basically saying they gonna they gonna they gonna beat them convincingly. That's what you're saying. I think so. <laughs> okay. All right, so well, I'm going the other way, and then I'll get into why. I'm gonna go Kansas City Chiefs to win this game 38-31. I don't think this is a massive um Scoring a fair like black, but it could be. But I'm going to go 38-31 Chiefs to win this game. Close, contested game. I think Josh Allen and Diggs in this offense, they come clicking like they was clicking the night before. But it's different when you're on the road. It's different when you got to go into the quote-unquote the Lions den of this potential dynasty that is happening in Kansas City. This ain't the Kansas City Chiefs team from week three. This ain't them. They have figured it out, and they are back clicking. And the reason I like this game is Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey will be the X factor just like he was last year in the playoffs against the Buffalo Bills. There is no one who can do anything with him. You might be able to bottle up Tyreek. You might be able to bottle up Hartman. But who is going to do anything about 87 in the middle of the field? Who? I think Patrick Mahomes will have to use his legs, which he is capable of doing. And I think Pat Mahomes makes better critical decisions 
then Josh Allen will. I just think that he will. I think Diggs is going to be fed a lot, and it might cost Buffalo. It might because Diggs wants his game badly. He is already talking on social media that this is what he wanted. He's been waiting a full year for this game because you remember the image, right? When the Kansas City Chiefs won, you see Stephon Diggs with his hands on his helmet as the Chiefs were celebrating, getting ready to go back to the Super Bowl. That's what you saw last year. So this is going to be a heavyweight slugfest. I love the coaches. I'm giving the edge to Andy Reid. More experience in these types of games. He's been the multiple Super Bowls, Super Bowl champion, and I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. I got to see somebody in the AFC take something from him. He ain't had nothing took from him except from Tommy. And when Tommy beat him, he didn't touch the ball. Pat Mahomes ain't touched the ball when Tommy beat him in the AFC Championship game. He ain't touch it. So I got to see somebody with enough guts to go and beat Pat for me to believe it. When Pat loses in the AFC playoffs, then I'll start to think otherwise. But until then, <laughs> give me 15 and give me the experience. Give me the Chiefs 38-31 over the Buffalo Bills this Sunday night. Looking forward to that game. I'm thinking. I love it, man. I think the world will be on pause. Yeah. 6:30 CBS this Sunday night. All right, Black. Let's go ahead and move into Sunday afternoon, one o'clock. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers took care of business, man. Really, no contest here. Not really much to talk about. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles came in seven and one in their last eight games. Run the football very, very well. But the goat reminded us all: don't bet against me. Don't take the money line. Mm. Don't take the points. Mm. Don't take anything. <laughs> And he reminded us in the first two quarters, I said, mm, okay, my fault, Tom. I shouldn't even try it like that. My fault. Tom Brady looking excellent. Gronkowski looking unstoppable. Um, uh, what's the receiver name that was battling the foot injury all year who back out the number 10? Oh, um, Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller starting to show his yeah. face again. They got some nice weapons. Even though Fournette was not available, Shaq Barrett was back making some big plays. Mike Evans was taking, really good. taking Slay. What's his name? Slay Jr. Darius Slay. Darius Slay Jr. To, went to school yesterday. Yes, he did. And you got on Twitter and we talking about why you ain't an all-pro. That's, That's why. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you was mono-we-mono with a number one receiver, yeah. Mike Evans. And then you know what, man? We was reminded of Mike Evans' greatness yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans is so unselfish. Godwin, A.B., who else he had out there with him? He he had a lot of talent around him. He took the back seat. Yeah, he did. And Wait. yesterday, we was reminded yesterday yeah. of just how talented and how nice he really is. Shout out Mike Evans, but Black. Well, didn't they say like something a day? I, I could be wrong, but didn't they say eight, eight seven, straight eight straight seasons with 1,000 yards? yards. Yep. That's amazing, man. Yep. That's amazing. And, and, Doing that and, look, and, and look at the guys that they were able to bring in there. You know, to put basically in a way put in front of him, but he still gets a thousand yards every year. Productive. Yeah, very productive receiver, man. And and it's like you go back to what you said, how respected he is throughout the league. You know, him being well respected, great him, teammate. Yeah, great teammate. Him, him being the leader of that team, the heart and soul of the he Buccaneers. Is. He is. And to see him get back and I mean he was out there filthy, dog. I mean he was nasty over yesterday. the middle. I mean, kept, I was like, wow, look at Mike Evans. Who's in the open field? I was like, God, he looked really, really good. Tampa looked good, and then you know them moving on, them getting Leonard, been able to get Leonard Fournette back. Next That's going to help a lot. So yeah. y'all better watch out for the Bucks, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, great, great playoff victory. They will be awaiting the winner of tonight's game, Rams and Cardinals. So we're going to have to wait and see who they'll be taking on. But uh, Tom Brady them get another home game next week. Tough opponent. Either if Arizona comes down there. Or the Rams come down there. That's going to be a tough game next week, um, whoever the Buccaneers play. We'll talk about Rams and Cardinals uh, in just a second. But, uh, Black, let's go ahead and get back up to the front of the show where we talked about the San Francisco 49ers headed to Lambeau Field, the frozen tundra. Now, Black, them goons, man, they heading up to Lambeau to face Aaron. The Green Bay Packers have arguably been the most consistent, best team in the league all year long. Do you disagree? I don't. They have been the best team, in my opinion, as well, all year long. Aaron Rodgers probably will be your MVP this year, back-to-back. It's going to be close between him and Tom. I think they might give it to Tom. It might be. It's going to be close. Because if you look Mm -hmm. at Aaron's numbers, bro, like in the second half of the season, the man man 38-2. 
Like, he ain't throw an interception in the division. He played the Vikings twice, no picks. Bears twice, no picks. And the Lions twice, no picks. You got to, yeah. You got to talk about it. So, it's going to be close. But anyway, Aaron Rodgers could be back-to-back MVP. Him or Tom, whoever gets it, they they both arguably deserve hell. They could be co-MVPs for all I care. But anyway, five-and-a-half-point favorites mm. against the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners are riding high. Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the factor, of course, for this game. Mm. That 49ers defense look like they're, look like they're going to get Wagner and Bosa. Uh, oh, man. Look like they're going to have Wagner and Bosa available for the game. Okay, if they have them available for the game, great. Trent Williams gets another week out there on that left tackle. They'll open up doors for Debo Samuels. Black, can the San Francisco 49ers mm, mm, go mm. to Lambeau Field, make that thing nasty, and get out of there and go to the NFC Championship game? Talk to me. Ooh, man. Talk to me. This tough, man. Isn't this, isn't this a classic... Man, I don't know matchup. I don't. I really don't know. <laughs> like, I know we got to pick this D, man. I wish we could do an episode right before, <laughs> you know. But man, like, it's 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 really tough to pick D. But I'm just gonna go ahead and say it, man. Oh my goodness! I ah. think the 49ers got the recipe to upset the Green Bay Packers. That is correct. They do have that. They and you know what that. they do? You know what they don't have, D? What's that? They don't have an elite secondary. Who's that? The Green Bay Packers. They do not. They get Jair Alexander back. He's they back do? this week. Okay. He's back. D, you said Garoppolo might be the key in this game. You know who's Maybe. the key in this game, D? Who's that? I think Debo going to run crazy. Garoppolo can't turn the ball over. He cannot. But I think they going to use Debo Samuels way more than they use him against the Cowboys. Yeah, the elements this are called for, the, for sure. yeah, yeah. yeah, the elements are called for it. And when we've been able to see deep Mitchell and Debo, I think this is a game where they can set the tone for the Packers. I mean, for the for the 49ers, and the 49ers can play ahead and make Aaron have to catch up. Now, <laughs> the thing is. The thing is, going to be real now. That ain't Dak over there. It's not. It's 12. <laughs> It's and 12 if over they could, If Bosa and what's my Wagner. boy name? Huh? Wagner. Wagner can find a way in this defensive line, Armstead, uh, them boys, if they can find a green law, if they can find a way to keep that pressure on Aaron Rodgers, the 49ers will win this game. What, what day is it? Uh, Sunday when they play. Next Sunday. No, excuse me, Saturday night. Saturday night. They will this win this cool. game Saturday night, and I'm pretty sure the weather is going to be crazy. 8-15. 8-15, Saturday night. Fox. It is going to be rocking in Green Bay. If, these, if the defense can show up the way they did against the Cowboys and cause mayhem, with Mitchell and Debo, if, Debo, if, if Mitchell can get the ball – over 25 times like he did against the Cowboys, and you mix Debo in there with a the little running little pass, the 49ers will win this football Who game. D 27-24. Niners win this game. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Black with that nasty pick, boy. Woo. Now I'm feeling everything you just said. 12 over there. Devontae over there. Uh, Gatikari is back. All pro lineman is back mm-hmm. for the Green Bay Packers protecting Aaron Rodgers. He's back. Jair Alexander is also back on the back end to give that secondary some help. Green Bay getting a lot of players back. Uh, Valdez, Valdez Scantling is back into the fold. Weapons are ready. Aaron Jones is back healthy. He say he's 100% going into this game. And they in Lambeau, man. And Debo Samuels is a great weapon. But who else is going to join that party? Jimmy Garoppolo going to have to throw that ball to beat 12. And I don't know if the 49ers have anything on the outside that can cause any disruption. Now, they're going to run that rock, and that's cool. But here's the thing. Here's what Green Bay would do what Dallas didn't do. If Green Bay wins, it toss 12, taking the ball, 7. It could be 7 nothing. Then what? You going to run the ball in? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
Jimmy gonna have to throw that thing. And now can Jimmy throw that thing in Lambeau? I'm gonna say he can't. Jimmy had the perfect setup yesterday to beat Dallas. Why? Dallas deferred. Why? I don't know. What happened? Seven nothing Niners. Now they control the pace. Green Bay know they got to get in front of these boys. And they got to have the 49ers chasing them. I said all that to say, this thing is going to be a <laughs> bloodbath. Uh, what's my man? Um, uh, Aaron, Aaron Donald. Mm -hmm. I watched his interview yesterday. He said tonight's game with the Cardinals and the Rams is going to be a body bag game. This is what that game gonna be out there in San Francisco with San Francisco and the Packers. I gotta go with the I gotta go with 12 though. This thing gonna be close and it's gonna be intense. I'm gonna take the Green Bay Packers 31-30 over the San Francisco 49ers. Ooh. I think they hang tough. I think Kyle Shanahan calls a marvelous game. But when they come down to it, I gotta take 12 and 17 on the other side. Because I don't know if anybody from San Francisco can look 17 in the eye and do anything with him. Because I know Aaron going to throw 17 the ball, unlike Dak threw uh, Amari the ball. Mm. I know I know 12 going to be throwing it to him 20 times. <laughs> 20, ooh, Odell look clean. Look at Odell with the phone posit clean. Ooh, them boys look so clean tonight. Yeah, they better play clean, Ooh, too. Rams and Cardinals coming up. I saw, we saw them on the screen. But anyway, yeah, I'm going Green Bay. 31-30 advance to their second NFC Championship game back-to-back -back years. Back-to-back -back years. I mean, division. Yeah, AFC yeah, Championship it'll game. It'll be the yeah. NFC Championship game, for sure. Yeah, NFC Championship. NFC Championship game. All right. Um, I think that's everything, man, for the, the playoffs uh, going into next week. So, this Saturday, 4-30, Bengals-Titans, all right? 8 o'clock game this Saturday as well, 49ers Packers. 8 o'clock game, 6.30. You're going to get Bills and the Chiefs. And a, you got a 2.45 game with the Bucks and the winner of this. So That's what, on Saturday or Sunday. 245. No, the, the Bucks are playing Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, so, so, the, so the Sunday games are Bucks and whoever win this and... Bills and Chiefs. Bills and Chiefs. At okay. uh, 6.30. So what they're doing... I can see what they're doing. They're offsetting like it's the NFC Championship, week, uh, championship Weekend. Because you know how the games start at like... 2.15, and then the next game start like 6.30 for the a mm -hmm. NFC AFC Championship game. So that's what they're doing, man. So we hope to have some explosive, explosive football matches. Now, Black, what matchup are you most excited for this weekend? What matchup? Um, the Bills and Chiefs, it's, it's up there for me, D. But I'm I'm excited to see what little, what, what Burrow going to do in Tennessee. Ooh, Joe. I'm excited to see what Burrow can do in Tennessee and can he shock the world. Like you say, D, if you got a couple dollars... <laughs> you might want to bet that thing on uh, Cincinnati, Boss Burrow. <laughs> yes, sir, Boss Burrow. <laughs> so uh, I want to see how he look in Tennessee, man. With Big Ken being back, uh, Tennessee having a weaponry, you know, at full go. So it's gonna be interesting to see. That's most intriguing game for me. I will definitely, definitely be locked in on that game. Every game next weekend will be great. These playoffs are set up to be beautiful. After watching Calamur and Arizona Corners walk out of the tunnel to head out to the field. This, I am so intrigued by this Cardinals and Rams game tonight. Division opponents, third time around, so intrigued. But every game next week is going to be great. But the two games for me, 49ers and Packers, man. That's one game that's really resonating off my radar. And just like you, man, Cincinnati and Tennessee. What is it going to look like? What is it going to look like with Tennessee and Cincinnati? Can Joe come in and really cause a problem and really have the world sitting on the edge of their seat next Saturday at 4.30? And can Tannehill outplay Joe? That's a great question. <laughs> now, Tannehill got great experience. Yeah, this is do. Joe's first time. It's hard to play in Tennessee. It is. That thing going to be howling out there for 30 next week. All right, Black, before we wrap up today's show, remember this is your Sports Desk Wild Card Wrap-Up Show. Not your traditional show, but we're getting ready to wrap up. Black, tonight, I know by the time our listeners hear this, the game will be over. But tonight, Rams, Cardinals, who wins and clinches their ticket to Tampa Bay next week? Man, I think this is going to be a good one. Yes. It's going to be dirty. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be stank out there. Yes, it is. You know, I I I've been on on the bandwagon with the Rams all year, yes, you and have. I'm and I'm gonna stay on D. I'm gonna stay on. I think they get this done ugly against Kyler Murray. I think Aaron Donald 
And those guys, that defense will find a way not to be denied tonight. I think <clears throat> I think little Calamari cut up a little bit, but I don't think it'll be enough. I think this defense uh gets it done for 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 the Rams. Matthew Stafford makes a lot of key plays a, a little more than Kyler Murray, and they get this thing done. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Rams. Oh man. I'm gonna go Rams 21. Mm. I'm going in uh, Arizona 17. Mm, okay. Okay. I love the Cardinals tonight. I love the Cardinals tonight. I love Cliffy Cliff and them boys tonight. I'm taking the Cardinals 30 to 20. They ain't got D-Hop, man. I don't care. They need him. I don't care. I don't care if they don't got D-Hop. Watch Christian Kirk go over those broke-down safeties back there for the Rams tonight. Eric Weddle coming back after three years. Over the top! <laughs> AJ, AJ Green, Green, over, over the top! Them safeties are dead for the Rams tonight. Give me Lil' Callum to cause problem doing the footsie dance. Give me Connor. <laughs> yep, give me Connor and give me um uh Edmonds, Chase Edmonds back there and watch Christian Kircher, AJ Green, and my boy Ertz get off. <laughs> I love the Cardinals. 30 to 20. I think Matthew Stafford falls under the pressure tonight. The weight of the world is on Matthew Stafford, and it is unfair that it is on him. But they made that trade. They made that trade. You got rid of a quarterback that got you to the Super Bowl. Now, your new quarterback got to get you back there. He ain't doing it this year. The Arizona Cardinals advance to the mm. Tampa Bay Bucks next Sunday. I love the Cardinals and Kyler Murray. Cliffy Cliff, I've been waiting on this one. Get my boy Cliffy Cliff a playoff win. <laughs> get him a playoff win. Should be a great game tonight. I could be wrong, but I just love the Cardinals. I just think they're going to get it done. Think they're going to get it done. All right, man. So, that's pretty much going to wrap up this episode. Like I said, this was a Sports Desk Rapid NFL Wild Card Weekend review uh we'll be back we'll probably preview well we just previewed the game sorry but we'll be back probably next monday not next sunday because we gotta let we gotta see how these games play out so you'll get a show from us next monday um let all the games play out it's going to set up championship weekend and we'll go from there so like i said i know some of y'all are you know used to well all of y'all are used to getting the show on sunday nights but we had to wait for the Cowboy game. We had to wait for the Steelers game to play out. We couldn't wait until this game played out because it would have been Tuesday. But, um, yeah, that's what we got going on. So, we'll be back the following Monday to talk about the games on over the weekend and as we set up for championship weekend uh, next weekend. All right, Black, any final things before we wrap up? Uh, no, man, just uh, excited about the divisional round games and this game coming up tonight. I think this is going to be a real good one. Uh, but uh, appreciate all the love and support we get from our listeners, man. Y'all keep rocking with us. Big things coming. Yes, sir. Appreciate all. Appreciate everything. Send this show to everybody you know. If anybody looking for a new sports show, send them DM Black. Send them the Sportsologist. Send them the Sports Desk. Let them know there's another sports show where we keep it real. We keep it raw. We have a lot of fun on our show. All right. Shout out to the NPN Network for sure. Uh, for always helping us out and posting our shows, man. We really, really appreciate that. Um, so until next time, y'all be cool. You be safe. This has been episode 150 now of the Sports Desk. We'll see you guys next week for episode 160. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk.